Hello and welcome to my podcast, Blagging Motherhood. I am your host, Elisha. Join me as I discuss, talk, moan and maybe cry about all things parenting. And I mean the good, the bad and more importantly, the goddamn ugly. What up, legends? Welcome back. Oh my God, what a mad couple of weeks it's been. Um... So I've moved house, I'm currently sat in my living room on my phone recording this podcast, at least I'm not sat in my car this time, and I still have no carpet, but let me tell you this, my carpet arrives tomorrow and it's getting fitted on Saturday. Well, the downstairs carpet anyway, <laughs> not the upstairs. So we're still living in absolute squalor, but it's slowly, slowly getting there. And, uh, oh my God. Teething babies and teenagers. Oh lordy. What a whirlwind. It is. It is. It's a, it's a, I say it is because it's continuous. Um, a demanding teething baby. I say demanding, he can be demanding. It's mainly at night time. Um, and a teenager whose hormones are all over the place. He is just as teasy as bum sometimes. And the mind games that teenagers play with you are not for me. Are not for me. Let's face it. Teenagers are dicks. End of story. If anybody tells you otherwise, they are lying to your face. Let me tell you. These kids, right, they will play absolute a fuckery with your mind. I think I've said this on a previous episode, but the guilt, oh, the mum guilt, they play it well. And... There's a com- there's a competition, right, isn't there? Especially with, ki- with, with kids and, again, I say it all the time, especially in today's society, right? When I grew up with my Nokia 3310, all the rest of it, I was just happy about what level I got on Snake. The kids these days, right, they are exposed to so much more, right? They see all sorts of shite on um, on on TikTok, on Snapchat, on Instagram, on Facebook. I mean, Lewis isn't on any Instagram or Facebook, but they see so much. And these, this, I tell you what, I know I'm kind of just get to the point. YouTube as well. They watch these kids on YouTube that are making money. Their parents let them do all sorts of shite for their YouTube channel. Lewis comes to me and like wants to slap a wrap around my face and video it because that's what that's the shit that he's seeing on the internet. And then when I say to him, no, mate, put the tortilla back in its packet. I'm not wasting that money. He's like, you're boring. You never let me do anything. No, 
I am not going to stand there like a mug and let you slap a tortilla around my fucking face. I want it in my mouth, not around my face. Thank you. Oh my God, that sounded awful. Oh my God. (laughs) Anyway, but I would have never, literally, I would have never have gone into my mum and asked if she would slap a tortilla around her face for a video that I was going to upload onto the internet for everybody to see. And there is there is so much more competition, isn't there? As a mother, as a child, everything. And I know that there's going to be mums out there that are just flatly going to refuse to enter into this kind of competition of the best life, who has the best materialistic things and who has the biggest house or the most designer clothes and all of that. And I won't enter into it basically because I ain't got fucking, I ain't got the money like that to be doing that. But I want to try and teach Lewis some resilience in life that actually you don't need to be like anybody else to be liked. If somebody doesn't like you because you uh, you don't have certain things, you don't have the newest phone, you don't have nice, you know, I say nice clothes, designer clothes, or your hair isn't a t- in a certain way, then they they are not worth your friendship. It's as simple as that. And I think that's something that maybe we all want for our kids, right? And that in itself, just being a mum to a teenager with just that kind of stuff going on is really, really hard. But to top it off, right, I've then got a teething baby as well, okay? Oh, my God. So the... He's having, he's getting his two top teeth. He's already got his two bottom teeth that have come through, but his two top teeth are coming through together. And he's struggling a little bit with it. He ends up with snots. His his bum is just like producing all sorts of shit, literally. And nighttime he struggles, I think because he gets bunged up. He then struggles to to breathe because he's got his dummy in and... Or we call it the shusher. Um, which, which is not fun. And I'm trying to do the self-soothing thing at the minute. So I, I could have done it earlier, um, but I didn't because we were moving. So he'd gone from his next-to-me bed to a new house to a big bed. And I just felt... Like, it would have really unsettled him um, doing it all at once. So, I've started to try and self-soothe. But this boy, he he does not want to sleep a lot at night. Or ever, should I say. So, last night, I managed to get him to sleep at quarter past eight. He was actually asleep by quarter past eight. Now, normally, this kid doesn't go to bed till like 10, 9, 10 o'clock, okay? So I was like, I am fucking winning. I went and had a bath, right? Now, for anyone that follows me on Instagram or, you know, known me previously will know 
how I like to have a cheeky bath. So anyway, off I went and plonked my fat ass in the bath last night. Lo and behold, this kid decides to wake up at about half three in the morning. So anyway, I try to settle him down. He's living his best life, talking away. He's awake, having none of it. So I thought, he's, this is him, he's awake. After about an hour, I brought him downstairs. He then decided an hour later to go back to sleep. Oh, so you know what it's like? It's like you've been awake since about half three, four o'clock. And then they go back to sleep. But you know that if you go back to sleep, you're probably going to wake up feeling worse. And I didn't want to risk that. So I'm I'm living my best life at the moment. A teething baby that just doesn't want to sleep a lot. And a teenager. Now, like, so when I had Lewis... There was none of this sleep training stuff. It was just kind of... I don't even remember what I did with him. I think I remember when I moved out of my mum's place into my own place and I'd then started to do the whole bedtime routine thing on my own. I remember just kind of crying some nights at the top of the stairs because he would just scream and scream and scream. And... He would be out of his bed, he'd be opening the door, I'd have to close the door, put him back into bed. Oh, it was just awful. But before that, I don't remember really kind of doing the whole cry out thing with him. Maybe I've just got kind of really bad memory. I know that I did do it, but I just don't remember it vividly. And... So this time around, it feels really hard because it's something that I'm very aware of and I'm trying to do the the Ferber method. Now, for those that kind of have older children as well, the Ferber method, what happened to my voice? It's basically the cry out method, but there are... So you let them cry for three minutes, then you go in and reassure them, but you can only be in there for a minute. You don't pick them up, you don't cuddle them. You literally go in, reassure them, leave the room again. Then you leave it five minutes, you do the same thing. And each interval um, is gets longer in between, basically. So, I mean, I'm on day three. And it's pretty hard going. Because when you're in... When you're doing it and you can hear your child crying, you feel like the world's worst mum. But then, on the flip side of that, what... If we don't do things like that, are we then not giving our children coping mechanisms? Where do we, you know... And let's face it, we can never do right for doing wrong. There is no perfect way to do anything, is there, as a, as a mum. And this is just another one of those struggles, isn't it? Who'd have thought that having your baby sleep would be 
such a difficult task. I mean, what did they do way back when? I always go back to kind of like the cave people and all of that stuff, I know. But seriously, what did they do? I don't know if you can hear that noise in the background, it's Lewis. Obviously we've got no carpets, so all the noise, every noise you can hear, it's so echoey in this house. But going back to it, what what did they do? They didn't have sleep training consultants or whatever the fuck they are. They they didn't have baby monitors, they didn't have this, that and the other. And before somebody fucking says it, yes, but I bet death rates and all the rest of it were very high. Yeah, if, you know, they weren't being chased by lions and tigers, then yeah, pretty much they probably died. But... Everything just seems so much more complicated now, doesn't it? Is that just me? I feel like things are definitely more complicated now, raising a child, than probably what it ever has been. And... Is it more complicated because there's more awareness, support? I mean, you know, this kind of, all this weaning, okay, weaning stuff, the weaning process, going onto food, onto solids, the sleeping, all of that kind of stuff just seems very overcomplicated nowadays. And it's stressful. I find it very, very stressful, the whole thing. I'd like to know what everybody else thinks about this because... When I was weaning bum, oh my lord, what a nightmare that was. Um, Because with Lewis, I think I gave him like baby rice at four or five months maybe. Because that boy, I could not feed him up. I literally, I couldn't fill him up. And so he went on to this baby rice at, like, bedtime and I think maybe during the day. And then that was that, that was done. But if you suggest that now, it is, like, a massive no-no. And you need to do this and you need to do that and you wait till this and you wait till that. And it's just very over, over complicated. And, again, with the sleep thing so Lewis slept like a baby Reuben didn't as not as a newborn he would literally sleep for 30 minutes max if I was lucky and I remember getting into this really kind of rubbish cycle of why isn't my baby sleeping what am I doing wrong oh my god you know kind of my baby should be sleeping for hours on end and he's not. Uh, It makes you feel like you're doing something wrong. But actually what I needed to hear was, this is okay. Your baby isn't like every other baby and every other baby isn't like any other baby. Every child is different. And I was just trying to change Mother Nature, I suppose. 
And once I'd accepted that, my life became so much easier. Rather than panicking that he'd not slept or he'd not slept enough, I just kind of was like, well, it is what, you know, that, it's that quote, isn't it? It is what it is, you know? Um, and life did become easier. But I could have easily got gotten into this vicious cycle of, okay, it's been two hours, I need to now start prepping him for his next nap. And, you know, ideally, I want him to be settled within X amount of minutes. And then he should sleep for this amount of time and that amount of time. But that ain't realistic. Not all babies are like that. And I found that really, really difficult. And it wasn't until I just said to the to the health uh, the the school nurses, whatever they are, not the school nurses, not even at fucking school, you silly bitch. Um, you know, when you're going getting weighed and whatever, I was like, he just doesn't sleep. He should be sleeping this and the other night. And she was just like, who says he should? And I was like, them, the people, them people, <laughs> whoever they are. She's like, no, he sleeps. To his needs. He doesn't need to sleep that long. He's just an active baby. And once I'd kind of... I'm going over myself, but once I'd accepted it, it was so much better. I'll tell you something else as well. I am dreading having to buy the school uniform again. Dreading it, because... It's fucking expensive. And this kid is just growing so quickly. He's so tall now, it's unbelievable. Like, I can't believe that he's taller than me. This kid is taller than me. Uh, Yeah, it, it just blows my mind. It basically blows my mind. And I tell you what, though, they don't warn you about the increase of food shopping that you do with two children I thought it was bad enough with one okay um but a teenager who is just eating everything and a nine-month-old who is also eating everything my shopping bill is ridiculous I, I literally don't know how I'm going to just live generally with the cost I mean, I've got his school uniform to buy. I've got shopping to buy. Bum is growing at a ridiculous rate. So is Lewis, actually, for that matter. I think that there needs to be discount. Actually, whilst I talk about this, why are kids' stuff so expensive as well? Especially baby stuff. The markets have got that right, haven't they? They charge ridiculous money for this baby clothes because you they know that you need it. I, I think it should be illegal. I think there should be like a price cap on things as well because they are not in them for very long to warrant the cost of them. I just, no wonder our our country is in an absolute pile of shit when it comes to 
um, well, money, basically. Uh, because no wonder we've got homeless people and families that can't survive, basically, and are going to food banks and all the rest of it, because the price of things is a fucking ridiculous. Uh, do you know what I haven't pointed out? None of this is going to be edited, so I'm really sorry for the long pauses whilst I think about what I'm going to say, and I know because I've edited my podcasts previously, I say um a lot. Again, that is my my thinking pause. I say um to think. (laughs) So I really, really apologise. But I kind of wanted to get out a full episode. And I am very aware that I have spoken a lot of shit this week. But I'm just trying to fill in these gaps. Um, Firstly, to just let you all know that I'm still here. I'm still doing my podcast. I very much will carry on with my podcast because I love doing it. I love talking shit. Um, It's just, I need to get fucking Wi-Fi. 7th of September, apparently. We'll see because I was meant to have Wi-Fi on the 21st of October. uh, August, sorry, not October. But that hasn't happened. So we'll, we'll see how things go. But... It's been so nice to chat shit with you guys. And as always, please, please, please give me a little share. Give me a little shout out. Screenshot your screen or whatever it is you're listening on and tag me on Instagram. Um, I hope this episode has been okay. I really do. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoy the pod, please click on the download button, like and give me a review as it really helps me get it out there. Also, if you're on Instagram, please give this episode a little screenshot and tag me. I'm on Instagram at mum underscore unfiltered. Thank you so, so much. (laughs) 